What's up, Witty King? What's up, Witty Queen? It's your big brother, Demont Pope, a.k.a. King Genesis, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses, and you are now tuned in to the King Speaks podcast. Yeah! Hey, what's up, Witty King? What's up, Witty Queen? You already know who it is. It's your big brother, Demont Pope author of Purpose Over Pointless Excuses. Yeah, listen, I appreciate you for checking in. Every week we've been bringing you very special guests. Look, it don't stop here. Listen, if you haven't already, I need you to hit the like, subscribe, right? Hit the notification bell. Like my job is to bring you purpose. My job is to help you identify your purpose. My job is to inspire, motivate, educate, and empower. And all of my guests, they do the same thing. So look, I know you want to know who is that waiting over there in the cut. So Without any further delay, allow me to introduce to some and present to others my brother, Mr. Brad Butler II. Yeah! What up, B? Hey, what up, though, bro? Hey, man. Thank you, man, for taking time out your big schedule, man. Come to kick it with your bro on the King Speaks podcast. You feel me? Nah, not a problem. You know, it's family over here, so I ain't got no problem with, you know, squeezing in and adding to my schedule and making sure, you know, I do what I'm supposed to do, you know, which is be there for you and anybody that's a part of our community. Absolutely, man. You better let them know, man. We're going up. Next level community over here, man. We'll elaborate on that a little bit so they'll know what we're talking about, man. So, look, let's jump right off into it, Brad, man. Let the people know, right, who is Brad Butler II, right, and, and what exactly is your profession? Um, to be honest, uh, Brad Butler II is just a, a regular guy who had an epiphany when he was around 24, 25 years old. I just got sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm. Um, I got tired of feeling like I was a loser. I got tired of feeling like I was worth nothing. I was worthless. I wasn't good at anything. Um, that my life had no meaning. That I was a jack of all trades and a master of none. Mm. Um, at some point, I, I got to the point where I got tired of my relationships failing. Um, I got tired of putting the blame on other individuals. I was just one of those people where I got to the point where I wanted to take full responsibility for my life. Right. Wow. No matter it, it, no if and buts or maybes, uh, the good, bad, or indifferent in my life. I wanted to, to get to the point where I said, yo, I'm going to take full responsibility for my life and my choices and where I go from this point forward at the age of 24, 25 years old. And because of that, it led me down a path where I ended up be, becoming the man that I am today and, um, you know, getting introduced to the speaking industry, which was something that I did not want to do. I didn't want to do it at all. I just wanted to be left alone. I mm -hmm. thought the best I could do with life was be a manager at Verizon, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's, the, that's the best I thought I could do with my life. Mm -hmm. um, and I found that, listen, God just has so much more for me. Talk about and that. he's taken me to places that I've never thought possible. So for me, who am I? In short, I'm just a dude who got tired of making pointless excuses. Mm. And I decided that I was going to no longer make those excuses. And I was going to be an executor. And anything that I wanted in this world, anything that I desired, I was going to go out and I was going to do the work that was necessary in order to get it. And that's what has put me in the position that I'm at today. Wow. So, so listen, Brad, you, man, you said a whole lot, man, in a few seconds, like, like <laughs> you, 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 let's deal with that word epiphany, right? Yeah. You had an epiphany, like in your early twenties, like you knew, right. That what you were doing, right. You knew that what you were doing pretty much had a ceiling on it, right? Like you yeah. could only go so far. 
and you felt like being a manager or supervisor at Verizon, like that's a that's a very nice company to work for. First of all, they're reputable. I'm pretty sure they had benefits, but there was something on the inside of Brad Butler II that was telling him he could be more, he could do more. You, re- you made a reference to being the jack of all trades and master of none, and you knew that that wasn't the space that you could add the most impact and the most value, which brings me to this next question, right? Now that we know who Brad Butler II is, we know who Brad the man is, we know who uh, Brad is, tell us what it is that you do. What has that, 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 that epiphany that led you to doing what you do? Let's elaborate on what it is that you do, B. Sure, no problem. Uh, to In short, the shortest way for me to explain it to people is that I am all things motivation for students and educators. All things motivation. So whenever they need some type of motivation, inspiration, empowerment to get them through their school year, to get them through their summer, their professional development, to just be energized and still want to go to school, find that life in the school system, to be energized and remember what was that thing that made them want to be a teacher in the first place. Mm. I am that light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, Cause you hear people say, you know, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm not, the, I, I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I don't want that story for them. I, I want it to be the light at the end of the tunnel for them. Right. So they could see it and feel it, be it, know that it was, you know, it was possible that, you know, what they were doing is important that we need our educators. This pandemic showed us, you know, clearly that they're absolutely necessary. Yes. So um, there were, <laughs> I didn't have, a whole bunch of educators and a whole bunch of people in my life that were in my corner when it came to education. Mm-hmm. I had two individuals, Laura Inglisa, Felicia Alexander, two Caucasian females who took a liking to me and said, you know, Brad, you know, you actually care. Like you want to do something with your life. You want to be more than this. Like I was in special ed classes for 10 years mm-hmm. and I struggled wow. through that. But these teachers who actually cared about me did what they were supposed to do right? They loved on me and like, yo, we're going to help you through this. They helped me to gain some of the confidence that I needed for me to be like, okay, education is for me. I can learn. I can read. I can write. I can do mathematics. I can uh, do comprehension. I can understand, right? It might take me a little longer. I might have to understand my learning style, but I can do this. Mm. So I bring that same passion and motivation and energy when I bring my uh, to the schools for my keynotes or when I'm doing a, a workshop or whatever it is I'm doing for the school, because I need them to understand that they are needed. And I need the students to understand that at this moment that they're in in school, it's, it's not over here, right? You can accomplish whatever it is that your heart desires, but I need you to be locked in and I need you to be focused. And that's what I'm there for. I'm like that spark plug, that energy pack that they char- no, no, that they kind of tap into. And they're like, yo, no, we can actually do this. We can get through this school year. Come on, man. Come on, man. Brad, you said you are all things motivation and inspiration. And I can tell because you got the passion flowing all up out of you, bro. It's <laughs> like you don't have to practice for this. This ain't what you do. It's who you are. Um, and, and I'm going to highlight some things. I love to pull out points, man, that my guests, when they drop bars, I like to pull them out. You said that you struggled yeah. in special education for 10 years. Yeah. And you told yourself, right? First, you had two supporters, two Caucasian uh, female educators who saw something in you, who believed in you and who pushed you, right? And then you began to do some self-talk. 
You begin to talk to yourself in spite of what everybody else was saying, in spite of what was going on around you, in spite of what you probably had been thinking about yourself, you decided to tell yourself, I can learn, I can comprehend. Not only can I do it, but I can do it great. And you did that. And then you took that same energy. You know how the, how the culture like to say, keep that energy, keep that same yeah. energy. So you kept that same energy, Brad, after successfully completing your education, right? And we're going to get some more into that education that you got too. But, 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 but you took that a, a step further and you said, I don't just want to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Cause you saw the light, Brad, you yeah. saw the light at the end of the tunnel and you made it to that light. And now you have become that light. You have become that example. You have become the personification of what it looks like to put in the work and see the results. So me, one king to another, Brad, I want to salute you for putting your purpose over pointless excuses. That's what you did. You put your purpose over pointless excuses, and you are that light, that example that teaches and shows educators and students how to do the same. So I applaud you with that. And we're going to run that one right off into, which leads me to the next question. How long have you been being that motivator, that inspirer, that example, that light for students and educators? How long? Well, as far as the business, I've been doing this work for about nine years now. Okay. And uh, I'm full-time with it, you know, to God be the glory. And uh, I love what I do. I love my life. Um, I could never see myself going back to anything else. Uh, you know, it's crazy. It's probably one of the, the greatest highlights. I, I'll give you three quick. Let's go. Um, one was my father. Uh, he knew I was speaking and stuff like that. And he's a, you know, he a workout warrior. Right. He got a gym in the basement, you know, so he'll go down there and get his workouts in. And he listened to DMX, Nas, Jay-Z, get his workouts in, boom, do his thing. And I remember one day we were talking on the phone. And he was like, man, he said, Brad, you know, I'm proud of what you're doing. You know, we're talking to these kids and everything. And, and uh, he old school, right? So he, yeah, man, you know, I'm proud of what you're doing out here. I'm like, yeah, dad. And he was like, um. He's like, yeah, because I was just listening to one of your presentations on YouTube last night when I was working out. Wow. He was like, he was like, you helped me get through my workouts. Wow. I said, I'm done, bro. Like, mm. that's my father, bro. What do you do with that? He's he's he stopped listening to Jay-Z, Nas, you know what I mean? Come on, DMX, bro. yeah, the legends in the game to start listening to his son. Come on, King, speak. And I'm just, I'm empowering students. He's like, that, that's, that, that's enough for me. That works for me too. That helps me get through these workouts. Next one, my mom, she, when I first started, you know, in the industry, I was like, okay, mom, I think I'm gonna make this decision. I'm gonna do this, da, da, da. And my mom was like, you sure you really want to do this? Like, you know, you talking to kids, like, you know, how are you going to make that work? I don't know. I was like, Ma, I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of years later, I'm doing the work. I'm, I'm, I'm getting in magazines and articles and, you know, videos are coming out and people are commenting on. And I remember my mom randomly called me one day and said, Brad, I see all that you're doing. And I'm so proud of you, son. I said, thank you, Ma. She was like, I love you. I said, I love you too, Ma. She said, can you make me a promise? I was like, Sure. And I don't really do promises because I'm like, I don't really know what's going to happen. You know, like I can't. She's like, can you make me a promise? I said, sure, Ma. Yeah, I'll make you a promise. And she said, promise you won't stop. Uh, I said, on, King. I'm done, bro. Mm. I, like, it's my mom. 
And she said, I see the work that you're doing. I see how it's impacting people. I see the comments and likes off of somebody saying things that are motivational, that are positive. You're not starting no fights. You ain't toting no guns. You ain't in no gang. You're not making no crazy rap music, whatever. Like you, you're just empowering people. You're talking them. You're speaking life into them. Mm. Please promise me you won't stop. I said, you got it, mom. I promise. Last one, my wife. I started doing the work and I'm doing this, that, and the other. And I told my wife about what I wanted to do. And she said, oh yeah, you're good at talking. You know, go ahead, dude. I believe that you can do it. She didn't know I could get paid from it. Wow. And I remember getting paid and she was like, oh, wow, that was great. And it was like a crumpled up $50 bill that I got. And she was like, wow, that's great. She celebrated like it was a million dollars. And then I believe it was uh, last year. No, I'm sorry. Uh, this year I did, I did a gig and I, you know, I'll, I'll it'll be nameless for now, but whatever. I did a gig and I, 15 minutes, I made $6,500. Come on, come on. Virtually. Dude. Come on, King. Yeah. Virtually, I'm, I'm in my house or whatever. And I showed my wife the check and she was like, that that company paid you $6,500 for you to speak for 15 minutes virtually? Yeah. It's a Brad, you was in your drawers. I was, like, <laughs> I was, like, I was like, yeah. But, and then she was like, you doing it. All the things that you promised me, all the things that you told me, all the things that you said that were going to happen, you doing it above and beyond what I believed was going to happen. Yeah. She said, this is your destiny. This is your purpose. Mm. You can't stop. You can't go back to a job, Brad. I don't care what what goes wrong. You can't go back to a job. You got to do this. So much so that she was like, I got to figure out how to do my own thing. Wow. Inspiration, man. Listen, B, look, first of all, if y'all haven't, I know y'all got value from that. So listen, you got to hit the thumbs up because I know he just dropped powerful bars on you. Hit the notification bell so that you never, ever, ever miss an episode. Look, I need y'all to share this to about 10 people who you want to see win. Like 10 people who you know have a purpose. 10 people who you know have passion. Like you got to let them know what's going on over here on the King Speaks podcast. Brad, check it out, man. You talked about your father, right? You talked about your mother. Then you talked about your wife, like that's significant. You talked about the people who brought you into this world and you talking about the woman who is your partner for the rest of your life in this world and you inspired and motivated them and you showed them that it can be done. You made them a believer and by making them a believer, you are impacting, impacting the entire world and i'm so honored and i'm so proud of the work that you've been putting in and it's like you just rolled over into the next question without me even asking you like we we established that you've been in the profession for about nine years so you ain't just started doing this and it sounds like that those three people we just mentioned sound like they may have been the inspiration or the motivation behind you doing what you do so let's roll off into that so i can officially ask you to for clarification what was the motivation and inspiration behind you building the brand that is brad butler the second uh man uh my legacy Mm. my legacy means everything to me um i made so many mistakes and done things wrong like but i mean when i was younger i mean i wasn't a dirt bag i mean i wasn't involved in (laughs) nothing too crazy you know what i mean but i made mistakes and i knew that i wasn't living in triple black you know Mm. triple black is when you don't know that you don't know that you don't know 
Mm, wait, wait, right? wait, wait. Don't you dare speed through that. <laughs> like, like I, I always got to stop somebody and make them run it back. Like, if you don't run that back so that we can get that and make sure we'll never forget that, say that again. Yeah, man. Uh, living in triple black, that's when you don't know that you don't know that you don't know. Mm. Right? And the crazy part about it is once you do know, you can't go backwards. Mm -mm. And you can't tell anybody, I didn't know. Right? Brad, you know you ain't supposed to treat women like that. Brad, you know you're supposed to hold a job. You're supposed to take care of your finances. You're supposed to take care of your responsibilities. Mm. You know you're supposed to do this, that, and the other. You know you're supposed to honor your mother and your father. Like you, it's certain th stuff. Like you just come on, man. You know, and like something. Sometimes you make mistakes or whatever. You're like I didn't know, but now that I do know, it's like there's something pulling at me that says I can't go back. I can't just continue to live like that and do those things because I know that's not. It's it's like the Holy Spirit just got a hold of you and you're just like once you know, you be like, yo, I can't. I'm not comfortable in that space. I can't be in the strip clubs no more. I can't be in the clubs no more. I can't drink no more. Like I wasn't a smoker, but I I never even started. I was just I just can't do it. I don't even want to be around you wow it's nothing against you but i have a purpose on my life i have things that i want to do i have things that i want to accomplish and i can't do it if i'm living in triple black that's it i can't do it mm. so my thing was my goal was no longer live in triple black in any area of your life find, you don't know find the answers come on you don't understand find a way to understand right? You got Google, you got the internet, you got TikTok, you got all these different resources out there that will help you to learn, gain knowledge, understand, overstand, understand, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> so you don't have an excuse anymore. Come on. You no don't excuse. have an excuse anymore. And I wasn't going to make any more excuses. I was going to find a way to be a better man, a better servant of God, to be able to be a businessman, to get my degrees, right? To make my family proud. Before you put me six feet under the ground, you will know that I made an impact on this world. Come on, come on, come on, come on, B. That, come on, that was my thing. Legacy is everything to me. Mm. Everything. I watch all the greats who come who came before me. Eric Thomas, Les Brown, yeah. you know, you got Martin Luther King Jr., Thurgood Thomas, you know, you 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 any name you could think of, Gandhi, Sojourner Truth, right? Any name you want to think of, they've done so many great things with their life. And we only remember them because they spent their lives constantly working to better themselves better the community better the culture and leave an impact on this world that will last until the end of time so why can't i yeah yeah Listen, they're human man. just like me <laughs> come on bro they're come human on. just like me they got blood pumping through their veins like me air that course through their lungs like me yeah. they lived in the same country that i lived in and guess what i got more opportunities now than they ever had when they were alive so why wouldn't i max out mm. why wouldn't i go to the max like why wouldn't i do all that i can i'll die before i quit come on man listen that's dedication that's commitment and that word legacy that's what it's all about 
It's all about legacy. It's all about leaving something that can be built upon. And that's what I tell my kids very often. Like, you don't just want to do something and exist and fade away. Like, like you want to leave a legacy. Like the word of God says that a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Now, inheritance isn't just limited to finances, right? right? Inheritance is a legacy. It's a name, right? It's principles, it's ethics, it's morals, it's value, right? It's impact. Just like what you're doing, Brad, like you're leaving that legacy. And I'm so honored, bro. And, 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 and you've already told us the answer to the next question, which was, how does your business and how does what you do impact the lives of others? You've already answered that question. So there's no need for me to ask that because you mentioned the greats like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. You mentioned the, the greats like Les Brown, uh, 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 Eric Thomas, like you've mentioned those people. So your work impacts lives in the exact same way. And you are the personification of that example that will be set by the legacy that you are establishing now. Now, let me ask you this. Because we know it's not easy, Brad. We know that you got challenges that you face. And we want the people to know that it's okay to face challenges. It's a part of life, right? Mm -hmm. It's okay. So let us know about a challenge that you're facing right now, right? And also let us know how you are handling that. So we know that problems going to come, but we also know that if it's a problem, then it's definitely a solution to that problem. So let us know the problem and what's your solution to your problem. Um, you know what? The thing I'm dealing with right now, I don't know if I would necessarily call it a problem, but it's more like an adjustment that I, uh, I, I need to make, right? Yeah. Um, I'm having a baby. Like, Come I got on. a baby on the way. Let me and, wait, wait, wait. Congratulations is in <laughs> order. Like, don't say another word. Congratulations from a father of five to a new father. Listen, congratulations. You're about to have the ride of your life, my bro. <laughs> right. So it's uh I have a I have a child on the way, and this yeah. is uh this is a part like I don't know if you ever seen that viral uh video. There was like, yo, have you ever made your own humans? Like I made my own people. <laughs> have you ever made your own people? I've made mine and I'm their leader. Yeah, and it's crazy because, like, yo, that is the real deal right there, bro. Right. I'm like, yo, I have a child on the way, and they are going to be depending on me and looking at looking to me to be the leader and uh navigate them through life. And I've never done this before. Mm. Uh, so it's an adjustment. And the way that I've been making the adjustment to do this and to be able to be ready is to be present. Mm, come on, be now. present. You know, be that's present. that's actually the name of my signature keynote. Don't be perfect. Be present. Oh, I love it. I that's love my it. signature keynote. So and it, it, and it's just apropos that it, it connects with my life, because in all areas and aspects of your life, in order for you to master it, in order for you to be good at it, you have to actually be present. Got to be there. You got to be present. You don't have to be perfect, but you do have to be present. Mm. If you want to be a good father, you're never going to be perfect. But a present father is great. I, listen, I would listen. I'm glad my father was not perfect. Right. My father had flaws like any other man in this world. But what I can say is he was always present. Mm. And that means more than any money he could have given me. Any time he could have spent with me as far as, you know, just being there for different things or whatever the case may be, he was present. I could talk to him. I could touch. I can hug my father. You know what I'm saying? He was there. Wow. And that was enough for me to be like, cool. He loves me. He cares about me. He might not always say it, mm -hmm. but I know he's present. So that means something. 
and his presence was enough. Sometimes just watching him, just watching the things that he did and how he went and how uh, went through things and how he approached certain things was enough to give me what I needed to be present in the moment, to understand what to do here, here, here. Okay, cool, got that. And I took that thought process and I applied it to education. I applied it to my relationship, my marriage. I applied that to now with me having a child. Be present in the moment, mm-hmm. right? Be present. And you'll pick up things, you'll figure it out as you go. But if you're, ain't, if you're not present and you focus on being perfect, man, you're going to miss something. So I'm trying to just be present, you know, for the whole, whole process. Hey, man, listen, again, you continue to drop these bars, man. Like, don't be perfect, be present. Like, 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 and that, that hit me in my heart, B, because I didn't have my father like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like he was there when I was young, but after about seven or eight, you know, he went to prison or whatever. And then I guess he just decided to start a new life somewhere else. And I didn't have that uh, ability to reach out, hug my dad, you know, hear my dad tell me it's okay, you know, throw a football at me, you know what I mean? Like all those type of things. So I definitely do understand the importance of having that. Um, And especially me being a father of five, doing something that I didn't see, like I'm being somebody that I didn't have growing up. Um, for my children so it's like I'm literally the blueprint like I am the standard like I I don't have a standard to follow I've created the standard and I've created a standard of excellence just as it seems that you're creating a a standard of excellence I can already tell you're gonna be phenomenal you're gonna be great because you sound like a seasoned dad already Brad and that that was a bar I didn't even mean to rhyme right there I'm gonna say it again you sound like a seasoned dad already Brad you feel what I'm saying hey check it out B one of the most important lessons one of the most important lessons you've learned over your career. You done talked about your personal situation. You done talked about your upbringing. You've talked about the impact your dad had, your mom had, your wife had. You talked about the impact that you have. You talked about being present as opposed to being perfect, right? Now, talk to me about one of the most important lessons. Like real quick, maybe 30, 60 seconds. What's one of the most important lessons you've learned over the nine years in this profession? Give yourself grace. Mm. You know, forgive yourself. Like you make me like you make mistakes. You're not gonna be perfect. You're gonna have ups and downs. Things aren't always gonna go your way, right? There's gonna be times, especially if you're a speaker in the industry, and like you know that you have something to say, you know that you got the content, you know that you you've been trained by some of the best. I've been trained by Eric Thomas and Jeremy Anderson. Come on, I've been trained by some of the best in the industry. Shout out CJ Quinney, some of the best in the industry. I know how to put a keynote together. Don't, don't, don't play with me. Don't play with it. Don't play with me. Right. (laughs) And because I've been trained by the best, there's times when I've looked on social media and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't get it. Why am I not getting the opportunities? Like, why is it like this not working out? This, that you gave my man opportunity. Like he, he boasting, he talking about Mm. money and cars and jewelry and stuff. Why are you giving him opportunities? He not telling y'all how to reverse engineer his success. He not walking you through the steps. He not actually showing you how to actually get it, how to get it out the mud. You can't, Sweet he talking man. about getting out the mud. You ain't got no pictures. You ain't got no videos of what the mud looked like for him. Mm. Nothing. No he just talk, proof. It's just lip service. He Come just on. talking, but I can show you. I can show you what my office looked like in the very beginning when I had books stacked on top of each other with my phone sitting on it and I was still giving it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now I got my whole office space and I'm hitting these stages and doing all these different things and, you know, beautiful awards that I've won and things like that. Absolutely. It's because of the fact that at some point I had to humble myself and said, Brad, it's just not your time yet. And you have to forgive yourself for all the things in your past that make you feel like you should be there right now. Yeah. And have some grace, man. Come on. Have some, you got to have grace. Like, yo, okay, not now, but it, it's mm-hmm. coming. As long as I continue to do the work, 
if I get that, that compound interest is going to kick in and I'm going to apply pressure until the floodgates break. Hey, man, late, wait, 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 wait. That's another bar. Run it back, DJ. I'm on the ones and twos. It's your big brother, DeMont Pope. I'm the ones and twos. Irrit, irrit, we gonna scratch it, run it back. What you say, Brad? Listen, I'm gonna apply pressure until the floodgates break. I love it. Everybody love and their mama know, like, my style is different. I'm in your face. Yeah. I could, you don't want to hire me? No problem. I'll come see you. Say it to my face. <laughs> tell tell me to my face that I'm not good enough to speak in front of your students or your staff or I don't have a passion. Come on. Come on, King. Hey, listen, man, y'all better be hitting that thumbs up. I know they thumbing up. I know they liking this. I know we probably got to be getting some comments. Look, y'all type some comments. I told y'all <laughs> earlier to share this to about 10 of your friends. Now you got to double that. You share this to like 20 people who you want to win. Share it to like 20 people so that they can apply pressure. You know what I'm saying? Hey, check it out, Brad. Look, tell me what would be the first thing. Like if we done spark something, right? It's a young mm -hmm. king somewhere watching this, right? It's the King Speaks podcast, right? And this particular season, we, 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 we focusing in on these young kings particularly like this young man that's watching this and he's heard your story brad this young man that's watching this and he see me week in and week out right we've both been trained by jeremy anderson right so that's where we started like you've been trained by eric thomas like that's where we started at right what is the first thing that young king or if there's a young queen watching this and she wants to do it what's the first step they should take in about quick 30 seconds what's the first step they should take to begin in this career that you and i share believe you have yeah. to believe yeah. like before anybody else was my cheerleader before my my wife my mom my dad anybody else i was my first cheerleader saying to myself i can do this that's it that's it and you're gonna have like i'm going to be and i'm going to be so sick in my mind when it comes to doing this that people are gonna look at me like yo he crazy listen i'm uncoachable i'm unsociable i'm unconsolable when it mm. comes to this i have to have it there is no plan B. I burned the ships a long time ago. Like it has to, Neo, it has to work or it has to it has work. To work. <laughs> there is no other way. I yeah, broke yeah. the matrix code. I've got to have it. Got like it. the same competitor that I was when I played football and stuff like that. I'm that same competitor when it, when it comes to cutting that mic on. Mm. I, can, I don't care who you are, where you come from, what your background is, how much money you got, how many supporters you got. I'll get on the stage with you. We can go toe to toe. I don't care who you are. Come because on, I believe in myself. I put all the chips in the middle of the table on me first. Why? Because my legacy is on the line. I got people depending on me. There's yeah. promises that I made and I got to keep it. And so I'm not backing down from nobody and nothing. You want me? Come and get me. Hey, that's how it sounds when a king speaks. You did what I'm saying? Listen, man, believe. That's what you got to do. Now, Brad, since you're ready, right? Since you're mm -hmm. you ready to go toe-to-toe, -to -toe, go ahead and let these people know where they can connect with Brad Butler, man. Let them know your social media handles, your website. If they look in the book, this dynamic speaker, look, let them know where they can find you at right now. I tell everybody, uh, any speaking engagement, wherever I go, meetings and stuff like that, I tell everybody, if you go on any social media platform and type in Brad Butler the second and can't find me, I will cash up you $20 myself. <laughs> <laughs> come on six, with six. brad butler the second same way you see it on the screen right there brad butler the second mm -hmm. you can mm -hmm. find me uh the website uh www.bradbutler2.com but you type in brad butler the second you're gonna find that too so um i think you want me to close this thing out for you yeah 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 we got one more question man so my bro said he ain't hard to find and you're no. absolutely right. I definitely, and see, look, that's something about 
when you know God is orchestrating something and you flowing in the spirit of your purpose. Like you see how you knew where we were at without me even telling you like it's time to close out. So listen, man, in one or two words, like, well, matter of fact, what is that one piece of advice that you would give, right? Somebody that want to start out and do what we're doing. They want to find their purpose. They want to follow their purpose, but maybe fear, maybe lack, maybe doubt. Like they don't have the money. Like they don't have their father or their mother. Like they don't have a wife that supports them. Like Brad, what would be, right? That one piece of advice you would give them, right? If they didn't have nowhere to turn, but they, they've listened to you, they've listened to me, and we've inspired them to put their purpose over pointless excuses. Now, what would you tell them, B? Get a mentor, get into a community of like-minded individuals who are going to push you and help you to get to where you want to be. If you're the smartest person in your circle, you need a new circle, mm. right? So get to work, like stop making excuses, find the mentors, like find the communities, find whatever it is that you need. Like I said, we got Google, we got all these resources out there. There's no excuse for you to be stuck in the same position. Mm, no excuse. I couldn't have said that no better than that. Listen, y'all already know me. I'm DeMont Pope, a.k.a. Mr. Purpose over pointless excuses. That's your big bro, Brad Butler II. We'll be back. See y'all next week. I want you to know that purpose looks good on you. Yeah. Listen, I need your help. If you've been enjoying the King Speaks podcast, then I need for you to go ahead and click the support option to support this podcast with a monthly donation as little as 99 cents to help sustain future episodes. What's happening, King? What's happening, Queen? I want to thank you for taking time to listen in. That's going to be a wrap for this episode. Hey, listen. Gravity and negative energy is always at work to pull you down. That's why on the King Speaks podcast, we don't say hold it down. We say hold it up now. So until next week, hold it up, King. Hold it up, Queen. Go in peace.